We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We've got some more rookie call-ups. We've got a lot of fab to talk about. we got some two-step pitchers to talk about. We have a really good race in the AL Central. A lot of baseball all coming up next on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Happy Sunday night, everybody. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm going to try not to say football because I'm doing it both right now. So I'm going to try not, <laughs> not to mess that up. I'm doing pretty well so far. I did it well in the football on Friday. So we're doing all right. But uh, thanks to everybody for joining. I'm Scott Jensen. Joined as always on Sunday nights by Jeff Erickson. Here to talk a lot of baseball. I know everybody had a lot of football on the mind today, but we're here to talk some baseball. Looking forward to it. Uh, Jeff, how are you on the Sunday night? Uh, football, foot, art football teams aside. Okay. Uh, it's not aside. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whine just for one second. Bengals stunk. Your Niners cost me my Circuit Survivor entry already. So it was as pathetic a performance as I've seen, and I'm I'm thoroughly disgusted. And I tweeted it. out before the game. I was worried about the weather, and I, I can't even blame it on the weather. It was just bad. Uh, the, we- the weather the weather prohibited them from having any chance of coming back, but the weather did not make them lose the game. No, I agree. They were up ten nothing yeah. too. Yeah. Um. Anyways, baseball. I feel like I'm just like clawing to stay yeah. alive uh i had four relievers active in online main the better of my two uh, main event teams right i had one save this week one stupid save the that angels are using jimmy hergett in the sixth inning um the, the royals just never have any save chances they're eating paste under the under the like <laughs> under power lines um the ian kennedy okay that was brilliant for me to start him in course field i got what i deserve today but he he killed me with that blown save on tuesday against the padres uh, just, just destroying me. Just, uh, it's so painful. You, I, I lost you, down the overall still in first in our main, but I lost, lost margin. And, you know, we talked about this. You can not lose that much in the standings, but you're losing that margin for error. Yep. Yeah. If you have a buffer built in, that's really valuable. And, you know, a couple of blowups and suddenly you go, you can go backwards. You get, you don't feel like you go backwards, but then the next one you go backwards on, which is problematic. Did you find yourself really getting killed in strikeouts this week, starting the four relievers and you didn't get the saves. So it didn't work out, but did you find yourself getting smoked in strikeouts. Cause that's where I am in my main as I, I've been playing like three relievers cause saves was my worst category. And now I find that yeah. uh, now I'm, you know, I'm watching it closely, obviously. And strikeouts is now below save. So I think I need to, uh, I need to reshift again. I need to kind of constantly be on the, be on the move. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, I, I found that that'd be an issue. 
Um, it's not my most important category, but obviously, you know, it, 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 every, every strikeout matters. The fact is my ratios got killed. The pitchers, the starters that I did have act, uh, active had a couple of them real stinkers there. Had Corey Kluber active for that uh, monstrosity yesterday. Mm-hmm. I had Miles Michaelis and in, in, uh, Adam Wainwright active. You know, I've been writing the, the good stuff with them. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. The if, you're gonna, if, you're, if you're going to play four relievers, you sure as hell want your five starters to be really solid. Yeah. Corey yeah. Kluber and Ian Kennedy had uh, 81 and 67.50 ERAs for the week. So that was pretty cool, <laughs> respectively. Um, to talk, I can't. Tampa Bay's pitchers got absolutely housed by the Yankees this week. Patino went through a inning of a third. He had nine runs today. And then got sent down. Oh, you get Yeah, I was funny because I was bidding like, on him. I was too, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh well, maybe not. And then uh, you know, the with the Rays, they sent it. Like you said, they sent him back down. I just, I after that outing, I pulled the plug. I'm like, yeah, he's not going five next start anyway. I don't really want any part of this. But uh, I imagine the people that had him in this week and uh, nine earnings is uh, that's that's tough in an inning. Yeah, at least the hitting came back alive. That was like a big thing for me. Good. Um, yeah, seventeen anybody, homers anybody, for the week. Oh, seventeen. Yeah. Damn, that's a lot of homers. Well, Michael Harris is just a golden god. Uh, Lord, the guy homers twice every day. Eloy came, you know, uh, had a nice go. little weekend after, you know, it was from my kvetching about him last week. You know, you know, I just properly motivated him and I'll, I won't speak ill of him again. Willie Adamas went deep today. That was nice. I, I mean, yeah, it's still, I needed every single one. I didn't get a single stolen base for the week. Uh, that also hurts. You know, just two stolen bases would do a lot, but I lost Starling Marte. And so that's uh. going to be a killer. Is he, uh, how long is he out? He went on the IL finally today. Uh, my guess is good as yours, but I got to imagine it's more than just the 10. Did you hold? Yeah, we held. Um, who did we drop? Uh, we had plenty of drops. That's, that's the sad thing. Um, yeah, it's a time of year where, where guys suddenly become, uh, become droppable. Isak Paredes hit the streets and Eric Lauer. I got, got cut. Yeah. We're getting to the point. We got Three and a half weeks left. I mean, if you're not starting a starting pitcher this week or the next one, like they suddenly become a drop because you can't hold somebody for the last 10 days. Yes, our friend Anthony Gialdi weighed in. Uh, Michael Harris and Jake McCarthy are both uh, are both gods. There's no doubt about that. Jake McCarthy had five stolen bases this week, Jeff. That'll yeah. play. And uh, that not getting him when he was readily available is going to be one of those things I regret. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's saving me a little bit because a lot of my uh, mainstays on offense uh, struggled. Uh, struggled a lot for a while. Him and uh, Joey Manessas has been, have been really big for me. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's nice when you hit on one of those. That's not Dak playing quarterback right now. No, it's Cooper Rush. Dak okay. in his hand. I looked up. I'm like, that. I, I, know, I, I know what Dak looks like, and that is not Dak. Yeah. By the way, are you feeling a little bit better about your Kyle Finnegan drop? Uh, yes, I feel a lot better. <laughs> oh, my God, that was a rough <laughs> – he and that game was crazy because he wasn't even a save opportunity. He came in with such a big lead, it wasn't even a save, and he still lost it. Like, yeah, you don't really see that very often. Yeah, I saw Dak hurt his hand. Sorry, I just I just looked up and noticed that. Um, but you don't very you don't very often get a game where the guy comes in, you're like, oh, this is terrible. It's a non-save situation, and actually loses the game. Uh, today was crazy too. The Braves had what uh, five runs in the ninth today and took the lead and then lost against the Mariners. The uh, Mariners Braves series was a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel bad for you because you're a Seawald guy, but uh, Kelly Ugansky in my league is also a Seawald guy. So, and he was awesome earlier in the week. You got plenty of mileage out of Seawald, yeah. and he got a he got a win today too. So at least there's yeah. that. And he didn't he yeah. only gave the last two runs, but he came in with came in with two outs. He just needed to get one out. Gives up a single, mm-hmm. he gives up a home run. I'm just like into friggin' Robbie Grossman of all people, that weasel. Um, it's uh, it's it's bad. So weasel is it because he's a former member of RAs? 
Uh, yes, it's because it's for memories, and he made a bunch of comments saying the A should move earlier this year, and he was uh, very disparaging of the stadium and fans. And I get the stadium sucks, but like, just shut up. Yeah, for sure. Especially no. when you know that the ownership is actively depressing. Yeah, and especially when you're hitting two ten or whatever, like just be quiet. Nobody, nobody needs to hear. Nobody needs to hear from Mario Mendoza, 2022 version. <laughs> There's plenty of Mario Mendozas in that room, unfortunately. Yeah, we're gonna need. We're gonna need to change that. Uh, change that line. There's a lot. Of, actually, Robbie goes from the 208. Sorry, I gave him too much credit at 220. I want. <laughs> I want to make sure not to give him any more credit. Uh, hell of a season, Robbie. Um, you, it's funny you mentioned Willie Adamas. I was looking at the Brewers today. Both Adamas and Rowdy Teles both have 28 home runs. You guys have both been really good. Adamas is. Uh, Thomas hitting only 229, though. I was a little surprised by that. I guess he was up 232 today with the with the home run. But uh, 232 nice. doesn't hurt you, though. It, that's the thing. It doesn't hurt you that much. It, you, used to, you used to see that, and you're like, oh, that really kills me. But, you know, if you're going to hit 28 home runs with 83 RBIs, that uh, that definitely plays. Yep. Yep. For sure. Telez um, is probably at about 220. Also, it's the I new think. 255, you know, yeah. where it's like, okay, it's not great, but it's not going to kill you. Yeah. And Telez is at, uh, yeah, Telez is at 228 after the two home runs today. So kind of in the, uh, in the same range, but those guys have really, uh, really provided a lot of pop. Yeah. You ask for miracles, I give you the Cincinnati Reds. Nick Lodello need not apply. Um, everybody else, Nick Lodello is just awesome. I yeah, love Nick that, Lodello. That 11 strikeout game was a lot of fun. Yep. But uh, yeah, so let the AL Central, we, it was funny. We, we talked about the NL East a lot because the Braves and Mets is a really good race. The AL Central is a um, good race in terms of everybody being close, but nobody being good. It's wild. They're the only division in baseball without a team that has a hundred plus run differential and nobody in the division has over 30 as their plus run differential. It's uh, I know it's, one of those teams. I think it's, I think it's Chicago has a negative run differential. I think Minnesota and Cleveland are just, uh, just above zero. If I'm remembering that right. Yeah. Chicago's at minus 11 twins are at plus 13. The guardians are plus 27 and the Royals and Tigers are both over minus minus one fifty. So it seems like uh Everybody else is beating up on the central and, and smoking them. But uh, if, you had to, much. if you had to pick this division, uh, who do you think wins this division as we get down White here? Last week? You think the White Sox should make a run, huh? Uh, Tony La Russa may not manage the rest of the year. And I hate to speak ill of someone <laughs> is, who is ill. So that's why you think they make a run? Partially. Um, I, I think the longer they're on the road, the better they are. They're this weird, bad home team. Yeah. Um, they have a two-game series. Tuesday, Wednesday against the Rockies. Then they go at Cleveland for makeup game at Detroit. So this should be a good week for them. I mean, it's big, big game against Cleveland. You know, big games coming up against Cleveland. They got the Thursday game. That's a makeup game. Yep. Was going to be one of those weird five-game weeks. And instead, uh, they get the extra game there because of a makeup. And then the following week, big three-game series hosting the Guardians. So yep. uh, big. That's, that's, that's big. And then uh, another home series against Detroit. So it's in their hands. I mean, they've, they've got plenty of opportunities. And, you know, both Cleveland and, and Minnesota aren't pushing it away. Yeah. Cleveland and Minnesota have a four-game series over the weekend, too. So that should be – Cleveland goes – oh, that's you know, five-game. It's a wraparound. Cleveland goes Minnesota Friday, two in Minnesota Saturday, Minnesota Sunday, Minnesota Monday, then three against the White Sox. These That that uh, that eight games right there might determine a ton of how Cleveland – you go six and two, and that's probably done. Yes, and they have uh, man, man of the people, Connor Pilkington the fourth at the two-star <laughs> week this week. Did you go for him at all? Uh, I did not. Did you? No, I did yeah. not. I did go after Cody Morris, however, a little bit. I, I like Cody Morris. I just wonder if he's going to throw five, but I feel like maybe the next couple of starts might be that time to get to five. Yeah, I mean, you've got an eight-game week. Yep. Better, you know, you, you need some length out of your starters. For sure. There's, there's no doubt. This is a... This is a weird, weird week. I think this is the weirdest games played week since I've been playing yeah. any sort of fantasy because 
we have six teams that have eight games or more, which is an insane number. Usually like one or two of those. Right. But we also have six teams with five games. Like it's just, a, it almost doesn't work math wise. I guess all the teams at eight are like playing each other, but the Reds mm-hmm. have nine. Our Reds have, have nine games, which is pretty wild. They have two on Tuesday, two on Saturday. Um, so it's I, like that bad restaurant, you know, <laughs> the, the food's terrible, but the portions portions are huge. It's, <laughs> it's a fair point. I can't argue with that, uh, that too much, but uh, two stars for Mike Miner. We got two starts for Luis Sessa. Pitched, pitched well this week. Pitched too. well, yeah. And Lodolo's facing Pittsburgh, so hopefully that works out well too. But uh, yeah, you get Chase Anderson at St. Louis. That's going to be just disgustingly bad, I'm sure. Uh, Hunter Green comes back this week, though, which would be fun. At least uh, when you get Green and Lodolo going, at least they're uh, halfway interesting on forty percent of the days. You can't. That's yeah. that's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, it's you know we saw Lodolo cut down on the walks last time too, yeah. which was really nice to see. I mean, you're getting K's. He's going to be so good. Yeah, he's uh, you can you can see that once he gets a little more command, it's going to be just nasty. It's uh, it, it's totally. fun. So we got the Reds with nine. We have the Rays and the Jays with eight. We have the Pirates, the Marlins, and the Guardians with eight. Also, uh, Jeff, our friend Mike Curlin on Twitter was talking tonight. Did you know that the Marlins don't have a player that has forty runs scored this year? I kind of knew because I an, knew that's an impossible stat. There's no, it's an impossible stat. It is. It's really impossible. But uh, at the same time, I knew like Jazz Chisholm hasn't played for months and he's leading them in runs in RBI. Yeah, he has he has 39. So they've nobody for He had played 60 games. He has 39 runs. Nobody else has. It, it's I, um, the A's are horrendous. They have five guys that have 40 runs or more. Like it's just it's incredible to have zero guys with 40 well, runs. Soler may be coming back at the end of the week this week. He's been hurt for a long time. We haven't talked yeah. about Jorge Soler once all year, I swear. Yeah. Jesus De- Aguilar De- is definitely gone. Not, definitely not still since like May at least, but yeah. Aguilar is gone. Yeah. Anderson missed a bunch of time. Jazz um, is hurt. Jesus um, Sanchez is sent down. Um, that's a guy that for about a month we're like, yeah, yeah, this guy's going to be good. He's he's second their team in runs, Jeff. Yeah, that's it, it's really <laughs> bad. It's I really think he, he and John Birdie are tied with 36 or something like that. Yeah, for all those stolen bases that Birdie had, he doesn't have that many runs. Yeah. And John Birdie quietly has been really, really bad since come back off the IL. He just can't. Yes, he has. He, I think he has zero RBIs or two RBIs in like something like a month. It's it's. Uh, I finally had to bench him. Um, I'm pretty good in stolen bases. So I've mm-hmm. held him just in case I need a you know a steals infusion the last 10 days. But uh, hard to steal when you never get any hits. Yeah. I, I can't find a stolen base guy either right now. It's it's hard, almost as hard as finding a starting pitcher. It is. There's there've been some guys who get um so you have some pop. We're talking about some of them that they have some some average guys. But yeah, stolen base guys have been. Pre- I'm looking at our list here. There, there's there's not a lot of stolen base guys on this list. They're, they're hard to find. You're right. Yeah, I mean Elvis Andrews was available in some leagues. He had the best week of his life. He's also year, the, he's also the best player in baseball at the moment. Apparently, uh, you, pick, but, you guys picked him up last week, right? Because I think you said Elvis Anders into, into your into your shirt last week. You were embarrassed you picked him up. Yeah, that was in the Vegas main, unfortunately. Uh, um, but well, the funny thing is, okay, so life, life's rich pageant here. You know, yeah, we picked up and started Elvis Andrews, benched IKF, who also had his best week ever. Yeah, uh, I know he had a grand slam off one of my pitchers, so I re- I remember it well. <laughs> of course you do. Uh, yeah. How do you how do you go in a game and IKF hits a grand slam off your pitcher? Like that's just not meant to be at that point, right? Mm, yeah, exactly. You're like this is not a good day. Let's just move on to tomorrow. Yeah. Dude has two home runs all year, and he goes he goes granny off. Uh, it was uh, I think it was off Joe Ryan, right? Um, I think you're right about that. I think it, I think it was off Joe Ryan because I didn't start I didn't start Gray this week because he was questionable. Yeah, it was it was it was Joe Ryan because he they got the rain out, so he lost the two starts after they'd already played a game, so I couldn't take him out. So they went from two starts to one Yankee Stadium, and then he gave up. He pitched three scoreless innings that gives up the home run to Kiner Falefo. So yeah, 
Not great. Uh, uh, but we do have six teams with five games. So we have the Yankees, the Orioles, the Mariners, the Brewers, the Rockies, and the Nationals, all with five games. This is a, a wild week of uh, if you got the right guys, you have a lot of games played. But if you don't, uh, you could have a lot of uh, a lot of guys not getting very many passes this week. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I add, I add, add, the, Reds. add the Red Sox in there too. The Red Sox have five games. Yeah. Also. Really wish I would have picked up Friedel when I had a chance. Uh, yeah, that would have been nice. He was available in coming my 12 teamers this week. I don't know if I, I don't remember if I got yeah. him, but uh, I did bid on him. But uh, that would have been a, a nice one. Although a lot of people were talking about picking up Nick Senzel a couple weeks ago for this week, and he is um, on the bench working on his swing, Jeff. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound great for playing time. It's a lost career. I mean, the bank, I mean, the Reds really screwed him sad, up pretty it? good. Yeah. Um, who knows? He may not have been, it might be on him, but I, the Reds certainly didn't help by the way they developed him yeah. either. Between development and an insane amount of injuries, it's just been a it's been a tough uh, tough path from a guy for a guy that I think we all thought was going to be pretty darn good. Exactly. So let's uh, let's jump into Fab this week. Uh, there were there were a couple of interesting call ups. Uh, we talked last week, but uh, Tristan Casas 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 uh, got called up by the Red Sox. Has play has not played well, but has been playing almost every day. Um, obviously, a, a pretty big prospect, uh, but he was available in NFBC leagues this week because he called up last Sunday, so he's not in the pool yet. Um, did you guys go after Tristan at all? How did you kind of feel about this one? Uh, honestly, I wish I would have gone a little harder on him. I didn't. Uh, just thought he'd go big. And in one league, you know, it was weird. Like in some leagues, he was going for two or three bucks, and we had him at yep. one buck. Um, and in one of my online's, he went for a hundred. So yeah, just someone, September someone bidding. yeah, someone left with some cash. He was, uh, someone's embarrassed to have cash left. Yep. Yeah. We had a lot of, I mean, the, the hot air league, as you call it, had a lot of bids as it always does. So it's a little frustrating. It's, it's hard to sneak anybody through that. Nobody has any money left. So if you have money, you can bid, but nobody, we're all pretty low. So, uh, he yep. went for, um, he went for, I think like 15 bucks in that league. I'm looking here. Um, mm-hmm. uh, actually not that much. I was thinking that he went for three bucks in that league to me. I was thinking of my other league. He, I got outbid on him, uh, but he wasn't, I uh, wasn't higher in my league, but uh, I kind of figured it was uh, worth a shot with the fact that it seems like they're going to give him a, a run of playing time here down the stretch. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it absolutely is. They, they pretty much said Hosmer's not coming back. Um, and yeah. and he's ever maybe in life, um, <laughs> you know, he, he's coming back in life. Come on, Jeff. Don't, don't make I, uh, the weird thing to me is that I, I dropped him last week, but I kind of feel like Christian Arroyo's earned more at bats. Now he's getting like, he's kind of back to his utility role, but every time he's out there, it seems like he does something. He's, uh, it seems like he's one of their better hitters, but just you know, doesn't really fit in their plans, I guess. Yeah. It's, but it's the typical rookie prospect career path, you know, yeah. initial struggles, you know, they, they give them the playing time. If they're a smart organization, they let them kind of power through it and, you know, keep going at it here. Uh, but, uh, you know, at the same time, I mean, I, I think that, you know, yeah, Royal, there's room for lots of people to play. I mean, that's the point. I mean, yeah, the rest especially of the games out in the wild card, just play him. Especially if Trevor Story's uh, injury today uh, has any sort of uh, length to it, he left with a uh, with some heel pain in today's game. So if that uh, that opens up second base, suddenly Royal's gonna be playing every day again. Yeah, and he just came back too. I mean, that's I brutal. Yeah, he came back what like I think like ten days ago. He came back and mm-hmm. actually did a couple of good things. And uh, you know, people people waited on him, and then it's uh, hopefully the heel pain is not serious, but uh, that was not great. Uh, in Texas, uh, now they called up. Uh, is it Josh Young or Josh Young? Young, Josh, Josh Young. Young. That uh, was our guy. That's third, what we got in Vegas, Maine. We didn't get him. We couldn't afford him in uh, online Maine, where we're just so poor and fat. But yeah, he's gonna play every day. Yeah. Had had a huge injury. He had the injury at the start of the seat, you know, and and, and like started training yeah. camp. I think we kind of thought he was done for the year too. It was a lot of yeah. thoughts that he wasn't gonna play this year. And he, he obviously came back, played a little bit in AAA, and they've called him up and it seems like they're pretty committed to playing him the last uh, four weeks down the stretch here, too. 
Yep. We uh, won the bidding there 23 to 11. Oh, um, nice. So, yeah. You guys, had some, you guys had a little bit of cash left then? In the Yeah, Vegas mean we did. Um, okay. Don't have much anymore. We had like 43 or something like okay. that. So kind of your last uh, last medium-sized bid right there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he went for 30 in the uh, in the Vegas main. I actually grabbed him uh, really cheaply in the online main. So I'm hoping he works out because that's obviously uh, an important one. Uh, I got him for four bucks there. So he kind of slid through. Uh, Hunter Brown went for more money. John Gray, everybody's looking for pitching. TJ Friedel was actually available there. Uh, he went for a little bit more. So uh, John Young uh, slipped through. So I'm hoping... Uh, Hoping a little, a little prospect juice here down the stretch. Yeah, I mean it's it's so weird right now in some leagues. Like I in one of my onlines, Ryan Presley and Craig Kimbrell were available. Oh my gosh, wow! So I guess they were doing yeah. well enough in saves. Didn't right. want to deal with it, you know. That so that was spirited bidding on those guys. It's uh, leagues, it's always funny how that you, know, you never, get the, never get those drops when you're in the league where you're like I need really need a closer really badly. It seems like it's always the league where you're like ah, I don't really need him that much. It's uh, it never works yep. out. Of course. Um, other hitters, uh, you mentioned TJ Friedel with your, uh, with your reds heading to uh, the nine game week. Um, I think we talked about him last week, but give me your, give me your two seconds on him as a player. Uh, some token speed, some token power, good ballpark, nine games leading off a bunch, right? Yeah. Lots of at bats. You yeah, know, he, he and Jake Fraley can make for, uh, Kill you, kill you one week, carry you the next sort of combo. So t- why not take a chance? Oh, and they got four against Pittsburgh pitching too. Like that's yep. it's not only nine games; it's four against Pittsburgh pitching. This first half of the week is is nice. A five gamer, where a lot of people have two games or three games. Five games is huge. Yeah. Can I ask you an honest Reds question? Yeah, go for it. Do you it. find yourself watching games these days, or no? No. Yeah. No, I mean, I uh, I, I, I watched the Joey Votto bo- broadcast the first day he did uh, it. And that was yeah. pretty good. He was cool. I mean. Uh, I love you know I love me some Joey Votto. I do. Um, Nick Lodolo starts. I'll watch. Okay. Hunter Green starts. I'll try. I'll try to watch Hunter Green. Uh, so it's got to be well, a got to be the right guy starting to to get. It's got. I'm watching my fantasy players right now. Yeah. Uh, or races. Yeah. Uh, a few races here and there. I agree. I. Uh, someone in the chat asked about uh, Ryan Nelson. We're talking about pitching in one second, so I promise we will get there on him. We will talk about him. But uh, I'm the same with the A's. I mean, you know my wife is a huge A's fan. Uh, I've never seen her watch fewer games this year. I think it's just kind of a – They're just it's so depressing. They're so uninteresting is the problem. Like, at least yeah. some of these teams, like, even like – I use Kansas City example. Like, they're horrible, but, like, you tune to games to watch Bobby Witt plays, watch Sal Perez play, watch Pasquantino play. Like, the A's have nobody to tune in to watch. Like, not one player to tune in to watch. Can Waldachuk, he's kind of interesting. I guess, but like I'm not tuning into him. Position like I would. players. You can watch like, a couple pitchers. Even though, like, even then I wouldn't. That's like a not like a Lodolo Hunter Green kind of guy that I'm tuning in to watch, especially though. But it's uh yeah. They're I mean, really, really, really boring. They I mean one. they they throw guys out there I've never heard of, and that's hard to do with as much fantasy as I play, as much A's games as I've watched in my life. It's hard to find guys I don't know. And they, they throw multiple guys out there every once in a while that I don't know. But, uh, you know, they, they they smoked two of my pitchers this week, Jeff. So maybe uh, maybe they're just upset with me. They smoked <laughs> Kyle Wright and Johnny Cueto this week. So maybe I'm getting what's coming to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at, you know, Waldachuk could be interesting. J.P. Could Sears be. could be interesting. Yeah, he's kind of boring to watch, though. Caprillion, we've kind of been there, done that, and he's got the bad finger. Martinez not, had a nice debut, and then he's gotten smacked yeah. around since. And, not interesting. And then Cole Irvin, the guy that's eating most of their innings, is like the ultimate – Vanilla left-handed yeah. starting pitcher. Like he's pretty solid. He's your fourth. Like you're probably like doing vanilla is well. a flavor. So let's just say yeah. beige starting pitcher there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's uh, 
it's rough times in Oakland right now. Um, sticking in Cincinnati, I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but Spencer Steer uh, playing a lot of third base for our mm-hmm. Reds. Uh, how do you feel about him as a as a fantasy option this week? Obviously, the nine games helps a lot. I, I think any port in a storm at this point in time, yeah. right? Hasn't uh, hasn't done much. He's hitting about is it two thirty at two hits today? Uh, one homer, two steals. I didn't see a lot of like. This two steals must have been today, then, huh? Oh no, I'm sorry. No, I looked at I looked at AAA with that. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no steals, but, uh, I didn't see a lot of fancy goodness as I was kind of looking at his profile. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's there really. I, I think it's, he's got good control of the strike zone. Um, I think that's something, but yeah. not necessarily for our purposes for right now. I think it bodes well for him to be a prospect. He's the top 125 prospect. James has him 102. Okay. Uh, came over in the Tyler Malley trade. Uh, they, you know, one of the 18 shortstops that they added to their organization. But, yeah. uh, and by the way, fine with that. Shortstops can play any other position, as we've seen with lots of other Trevor stories. Now, an excellent defensive second baseman. Yeah. Others become good third baseman or outfielders. You just add yeah. talent. And Steers Here. playing third and first and kind of around the diamond, too. So that, uh, yep. yeah, never go wrong there. Also in Cincinnati, Ari, Ari, I'm not even going to say Aquino, I'd say his first name for me The Punisher, Aristides. Aristides Aquino, yes. Aristides Aquino, another guy with nine games this week and uh, is playing a lot for the Reds. And as we saw that uh, that one fateful uh, month where he hit about 14 home runs uh, in 2019, he's got a lot of pop, has a ton of swing and miss in his bat. But if you are in a spot in the league where you're like, ah, by good with batting average, I can't really fall or you know fall or rise there, we need some pop. Uh, he's a guy that can, he can poke three or four home runs in a week if he gets hot. Is he playing the Cubs this week? If uh, not, no, pass. He's not, yeah. Pittsburgh uh, and St. Louis. Yeah, I know. I, I was being, it's kind of yes. rhetorical there. I, I, I knew, um, but he just owns the Cubs is my point. But 11 walks, 77 strikeouts in the two, <laughs> two at-bats. This is a swing and miss sort of dude. It is. He does He does pretty much own the Cubs. My, every time I scroll down his game log, every home runs against the Cubs. Yeah, he snuck one in against the Rockies last weekend. But, yeah, he, he's got a good arm. Um, you really he, weren't kidding. Five, to watch. five of his but, last six home runs are against the Cubs. Yeah. And that's over like a three month period too. He's our answer. He's our uh, answer to Jay. Ha- uh, no, not Jay Hap. Uh, Ian Hap uh, uh, owning the Reds. Very, uh, very Glaber Torres against Baltimore uh, is yeah. the, the feeling I was getting. Yeah, no, yeah. Kino has a cannon in right field, so he is fun to watch. Um, but again, I mean, we're looking we're looking for categories this point of the year, and I think Aquino's a guy that you know he, he runs into a couple. Um, you know, you know, it's hard hard to find guys get multiple home runs in a in a period for you. He could definitely be one to do it. He's kind of a Willie Mo Pena or Ooh, Willie Green, top. if you want to do Reds fun but failed prospects. It's it's too bad we didn't have the stat cast era Willie Mo Pena was playing because his, his like I, his max exit velocity would have been awesome. Yeah, exactly. When he hit them, they were insane. Um, and these other guys you mentioned uh, bat wise, uh, Lewis Brinson's playing some in San Francisco. People were freaking out. He had three home runs this week. They also hit a buck fifty this week. Um, they platoon so much; it's really hard to hard to pick up any of their guys at this point because you just have to like. You have to get an exact series where they just, you know, face three lefties or three righties. They get to, they get four righties this week and two lefties. It was kind of tough there. Um, either the Yankees guys, Oswald Perez or Oswaldo Cabrera. Oswaldo Cabrera. Peraza, oh, right? Peraza. Did I say Perez? Sorry. Peraza. It's okay. Uh, both those guys are playing more. We talked about last week how we were kind of frustrated they weren't playing. I think Peraza played like six of the last eight games. Uh, Cabrera played, uh, I think, I think Cabrera homer today. Um, they both seem to be playing uh, a bunch more. All these Yankees veterans finally – um, you know, they keep not hitting. So maybe these guys get some playing time. I think both, I think the last three and a half weeks, I think he's might play these guys a bunch of fun. Yeah. I had a little Romy, Romy Gonzalez in AL Tower. Right. So I added, 
He's playing, uh, uh, playing. I saw him leading off a couple times too. Yeah, didn't play Saturday, but I think he was back in there today. Um, yeah, uh, he, you know, he, I, I needed, I, I just had an opening there. So I was like, any port, again, another any yeah. port in the storm, sort of find me a middle infielder that plays and he plays. Yeah, and he's second and third eligible. Now that Elvis is uh is entered the building, he's uh he's now back to hitting ninth as Romy is, but he did hit uh, lead off a couple times last week. Uh sticking in San Francisco, this guy that uh was a little mentioned is David VR. Um, not Jonathan VR, a lot more power than that, but VR uh, got some pop. You look at his minor league numbers, dude hit 27 home runs this year in 84 games in triple A. Uh, he hit 20, uh, 20, 20 home runs, 106 games in uh in double A in 2021. So far this year, he's got five home runs. Uh, he's got a lot of pop. He's not as hit the ball really hard. I was a little surprised. Hard hit rate's not very high, but it's a small sample. Again, though, Giants, I just worry. But they have so many guys hurt. Maybe they just kind of – maybe they give VR yeah. a little bit of, a little bit of run here because Brandon Belt's done for the year. Yeah, um, A lot of their guys are just kind of banged up. They're out of it. I thought maybe uh, VR may get a run of at-bats here because i see what they got going into next year. I, I tend to agree. I think that that's definitely going to be – I think he's interesting um, just because of pure power. Uh you know, I, so far he's done all of his damage on the road. It's kind of funny hitting 118 in San Francisco with a 206 slug, but on the road, uh, heading into the day, it was 963 OPS on the oh. road. So that was pretty funny. But nice. uh, yeah, I mean, they're giving him equal opportunity against righties and lefties. He kills lefties. Do, doesn't righties kind of kill him so far? Again, small sample size theater, but yep. uh, nonetheless, you know, it's that's all we have. Question in the chat, uh, VR or Joey Wendell? I mean, I think that's really a category question. If you need average and maybe some runs, I go Wendell. If you need power, I got to go VR because Wendell has none of that. Yeah, um, I'm tired of Joey Wendell. I've had him way too many times, advocated him too many times. But yeah, he's he's another one of those boring Marlin bats. uh, Yeah, we we know he doesn't have a lot of runs scored from what we talked about earlier, but I mean, look, guys, he got 325 bats. He's hit three home runs. He hit 252. Like, it's just, I mean, if you need some, needs a few stolen bases, I, I get it works. He's got 11 stolen bases, but I, I'd go VR. I just think there's a little bit of, you know, maybe yeah. get hot and, you know, help you out for a week. Whereas Wendell, like, you're hoping, hoping he steals a base and hoping he gets a couple. Definitely in a points stuff. league, you're going for uh, VR. If for you're sure. going and you need desperately stolen bases, okay, fine. Well. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's get into uh, pitching in the fab market here because I think it was, uh, it was a little more interesting than it was the last couple weeks. Uh, but first, a note from our sponsors at So Rare. So Rare, so Rare MLB is the first officially licensed NFT-based free-to-play baseball game. New managers can sign up here to receive their first first free 13 common cards and compose a team of seven players. Managers can then, managers can then enter their team in weekly competitions. The real-world performance of each, each player will affect the scores of the team. By winning competitions, managers win more cards in the same or different scarcity levels. Sign up today at SoRare.com slash MLB and you'll receive 13 common cards to start collection. I actually have a SoRare team, Jeff. It's uh, kind of a fun little, uh, fun little game. I haven't played it yet. I hear it's good, and, I, and they're doing a lot more business with us. I think uh... – I might be talking about that on the podcast either this week or next. So we'll see. Oh, nice. They do a lot of, uh, they're big in the soccer world. for sure. Right. Right. Andrew yeah. Laird was like our, our portal, you know, our, our guy that linked us to them. Andrew Laird is a good human, by the way. I love Andrew. Mm-hmm. Looks you guys a used lot, to do the pod together. Looks a lot like Harry Styles, by the way. <laughs> if you see the recent Harry Styles pictures, they look a lot like Laird. I don't think I've ever seen a Harry Styles picture. So, uh, Jeff, you're not that old and you have teenage daughters. I'm sure you've seen. Harry I, I, I know. I'm, I think I've done a successful job of avoiding it. Um, breaking news. I'm going to interrupt this baseball podcast for football news. Dak needs surgery on his hand. He's going to miss at least a couple of weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So what you're saying is the Cowboys night. Uh, their loss was not the bad part of the night. It was that. That's 
That's rough. Kind of like, could get worse for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 rough because that Russell Wilson had that last year it was never the same guy the whole rest of the way. Like any any throwing hand surgery, anything is just oof, that's rough. Yep. Not uh, not good. I do not have any uh, any Dak Prescott in leagues. I don't think. Do you? I think I do. I need to do my spreadsheet. Uh, I absolutely have to do that. I know I have them in a super flex league, and that's going to hurt. Oh, that, that, that hurts even uh, more there. By the not way. like prime time or anything big like that, though. No, I did take him in as a second quarterback in an online championship because I tried to punish people that were waiting on quarterbacks. Which I, I remember seeing your tweet about that. <laughs> it's a little bit little uh, karma, I guess. There, but yeah. uh, I have Josh Allen in that team, so it's, well, that that, that just, might that might work. I might just straight up cut Dak now, just for the spot. If I need, uh, if I need yeah. to pick something else up, I, like about it. I love between Josh Allen, Mahomes, and Justin Herbert. Man, those guys are. We have some quarterbacks that are damn fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Gotta tell you, I was in I was in Vegas this weekend for the NFFC draft. Uh, Jeff, I gotta tell you, there's a lot of people who care about how uh, how well you do. Uh, are really happy to see you doing well in leagues this year. There's a lot of people that really like you. Well, thank you. They like us. I think it's yeah. us together. I mean, they, they seem more interested in you than me, but they do. Uh, they do like us. I have a lot of people that say they listen to the podcast, so I do appreciate that. I spoke to uh, Scott Wagoner for a while, who's in, plays in a bunch of main event leagues, and I yeah, never, yeah. I, I never talked to him before. I always see his name everywhere. I knew he's in my league. He's in my football leagues. We came up. We chatted for about 20 minutes afterwards. Really, really good. Nice guy. Team really uh, 4444, yeah. I think, is his team. He's, he's got he's, a, a team he's, that's contending. He's 66666 in my league because he just names them by the numbers of each team. So I, I guess that – but uh, we were yeah. talking – he has he has four kids under six, and he, we were talking about how uh, how interesting Fab Sundays are for him. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. So he said he was doing prime time with two kids wrestling next to him. It was uh, it was pretty fun. Really good guy, though. I enjoyed I enjoyed talking to him. But uh, starting pitchers, Jeff. I think the uh, I think the number one guy this week was Hunter Brown in uh, in Houston. Uh, a lot all the Twitter clips of his uh, you know his motion looking exactly like Verlander. Verlander's hero modeled his uh, mechanics after him, and now they're pitching on the same team. Uh, pitched really well, obviously, in that first start. Six shutout innings against Texas with three hits, one walk, and five strikeouts. Uh, was he the top of your board this week? Uh, I assume I assume you did not get him. I did not get him. I didn't have money, but I don't think you guys did either. Top of our board when we couldn't afford him. So fun times yeah. there. So, uh, yeah. Um, top, yeah the, the, the real news is that we're actually bidding on starting pitching. We yeah. actually – or. I'll say it'll be a tease. We picked up a starting pitcher in uh, online main for the first time since June 5th. That is a, that is a good thing. That's a good run right there. I guess my main question on Brown for you is like, I was looking at him. I went for like six or seven bucks. I was, I had like 28. So it would have been a, you know, a decent sized bid for me if I got him, but I couldn't really go, you know, I didn't want to really want to go, you know, 15, 16, 17, cause I, I'm not sure what happens after this time through the rotation. He's pitching. That's Detroit exactly on, right. Yeah, yeah. At Detroit on Tuesday, which is obviously fantastic. We'll start that, but it's not a two-start week because Verlander's coming back at the end of next week. Of course, he's going to face the A's, which is, you know, he'll kill the A's. But I just wonder what they do after that because Brown's their seventh guy is a problem. So if they want to go six-man, he doesn't even really fit into that. With Valdez, Javier, McCullers, Arquiti, Garcia, and Verlander, he's got to be seventh in that line, I'm afraid, right now. Yeah, uh, for sure. Although, Arquiti's kind of taking on some water yeah. here. Got and hit and Javier went to the bullpen before, but now he's back in the rotation. I didn't see it po very likely that they're going to go hot or Brown over Javier, but I don't know. He does another gem against Detroit. I guess maybe Houston's like, let's, let's ride this and see what we got. But he, he looked really good. His stuff looked really good. in that started, he had like a cutter that was, was hard and going away from righties that looked really nice. Yeah. I mean, the thing is it's at Detroit, I think is, you know, it's, it's a total nice landing spot there. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, you know, our projected starters grid has him for just that start. Okay. But what if he's awesome in that start? Yeah. I mean, he, he'll he be eligible for the playoffs. I mean, 
but and there's it, all these little yeah. ways they can contort that. It's um, not it's not crazy they could go Javier back to the bullpen and Brown and eventually set, ends up starting next Monday and throws twice next week. So it could work. It could work really, really well, or it could be one start. So I had kind of had to bid with that in mind with the thought that you know it could it could be one start and he's done. Um, but I'll tell you what, in terms of arms, he was clearly the top one for me. Yeah, he was for me too. Uh and just not affordable. So since you uh since you teased it, who was the starter you guys picked up in the online main? Well, I'm hoping he gets length. Uh, if not this week, then he, next week when he has two starts, and that's Tyler Wells okay. uh, uh, for Baltimore. Uh, he gets at Washington, but then the following week, he gets home against Detroit <clears throat> and then home against Houston. That's the tricky part, but it's home. I, 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 I'm kind of I'm looking it up as we're talking here, but I believe that he pitches really well at home. Is that true? Yeah, I want well, they all do. Right. I mean, but I think I, I remember his splits being especially wild. Yeah. He's, uh, I guess he's not. He's about the same at, actually at home on the road. He's about, uh, he's 409 at home, <laughs> 376 on the road. So he's not, he's about the same. But those are both pretty usable numbers uh, in, you know, especially picking up some off the waiver wire. Those are really, uh, he was mm-hmm. really good in May and June, too. He had a stretch there of like 60 innings where he was like an under three guy. Went, uh, yeah. He's got a little hiccupy uh, since then. But uh, yeah, I think that's a decent ask, especially with those matchups. Aside the third one, I mean, the Houston one obviously is is scary, but we're going to get to the point of the year here where Houston's going to start not playing everybody. And uh, yeah. I don't know if they're quite there yet on September 25th, which he would pitch against them, but that's probably pretty darn close to them sitting guys every every three days or so. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I just – they're not quite out of it. I mean, they're they're hurting. They're five – I think, what, five and a half now out of the wild card. So they, they really need to kind of get on it here. But, yeah. I mean, I, I realistically, I don't – know if they really had that much of a chance but nonetheless you kind of want to see them kind of keep those guys cranking a little bit there yeah i mean seattle toronto and tampa all kind of got hot at the same time they've all they've been seven and three seven three and eight and two in their last ten so all three of those teams kind of hit the gas at the same time which you you know rarely see and um you know baltimore uh, baltimore's four and six the last ten so they have fallen back yeah but i imagine they're going for they'll kind of go for one last push here the last couple weeks i mean it's still got three and a half weeks left they got about uh, what is that about you know, 22 games or something like that. So I imagine they'll, they'll try and make one more push here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm looking at Toronto has 23 games. So yeah, somewhere yeah, they get Baltimore's 22. They play, yeah, they played 140 right now. So um, fun season either way, but that, I like that ad um, guy that I ended up adding. He was like third or fourth on my list, but I kind of fell into him as is Ryan Nelson in Arizona. Um, he was not great in, in AAA this year. All the, they're all the AAA in the Pacific coast. They we've addressed it many times. This is kind of a launching pad. A ton of strikeouts before that. A lot of strikeouts in in Double A in 2021. High able. He was like over 30 percent strikeout right there. Right. He got called up this week. Pitched really well against the Padres. Seven innings, four hits, uh, no walks, seven strikeouts. Uh, I'm desperate for strikeouts. I could kind of squint and see some strikeout upside here. My big concern with him, and I, I did win him, so I'm not convinced I'm going to throw him yet. He gets San Diego this week, which I'm okay with. But then he gets uh, then he gets the Dodgers after that. Yeah, well, it's, I think it's the other way around. Oh, you're right. It's the Dodgers and then the Padres. You're right. Either way, it's the Dodgers and Padres. Both at home, but, man, that, that Dodgers start scares the hell out of At me. least it's not the Dodgers in Dodger Stadium. I want yeah. no part of that. The, the Dodgers are absurd. They You look at their um, yeah. their, their, their run differentials, plus 310. That, that's crazy. The, Yankee, the Yankees are second at plus 206. They're over 100 runs better than the Yankees. They've given up. 446 runs, which is easily the best in baseball. And they've scored 756 runs. Nobody else in baseball has 700 runs. So like they're insanely dominant on offense and in pitching above anybody else in the whole league. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. It is crazy. It is. They are, they are elite of the elite. And 
the wild thing about baseball is, you know, you go to the playoffs and who's, who knows what happens. I mean, you have an NBA or an NFL team that good, they're probably winning it all. But baseball short series, uh, you know, I mean, they're they're a favorite in any, every series, but it's not a gigantic enough favorite that it would be a shock if they lost. Exactly. Exactly right. Whereas if you go, you know, get any other sport and you get that dominant, maybe not hockey, there's a little bit more variety of hockey, but like NFL and NBA, if someone's that good, they're usually winning it all. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think I, I think I need strikeouts enough that I, I'm probably going to throw this and not watch the games. Is the plan at the moment? I'll just, uh, I'll, <laughs> as I'm putting the kid to bed at night, I'll be like, oh, I wonder what happened in the Diamondbacks Dodgers game. But uh, I think needing Make strikeouts. Sure she goes to bed late. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true too. Um, as much as I need strikeouts, I think I probably have to do it. Um, what did you do? Were you any interested in uh, Luis Sessa from our uh, our Reds? We've mentioned the nine games multiple times, but that means a lot of the pitchers are throwing a lot this week too. Uh, Sessa pitched really well uh, this week against uh, who was that against? That was against uh, the Cubs. He had eight strikeouts in five and two thirds. Uh, he's given up. Uh, he's he finally got over five innings the last two starts. Probably had a couple weeks ago. I was like, yeah, we didn't think he was gonna be stretched out enough. He's now thrown yeah. five and five and two thirds the last two outings. Only given up two runs in each one. Um, one of the starts against Pittsburgh, which is obviously huge, but I think he's I think he's usable this week too. Yeah, he probably is. I just couldn't do it. He was just so bad before prior to this stretch. Yeah. And usually the strikeouts aren't a part of his package either. That's the other thing. Yeah, he's a he's a nineteen percent strikeout rate. Right? So yeah, you're you're right. It's 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 not a huge part of the package. All those right swing strike rates at least double digits. Uh, I had him above Nelson. I actually got outbid on Sessa, so. Um, it was not great there. Uh, what about the Texas guys? Texas has a lot of games this week, including a doubleheader tomorrow. Uh, both Glenn Otto is uh, Glenn Otto's pitching tomorrow and has two starts. He was available in a lot of spots. John Gray, kind of uh, surprisingly off the IL without a rehab outing, is uh, is pitching on Monday too. I went back and forth on Gray. I couldn't find. I was hoping to find a quote from the manager, be like, "Oh, we think John's good for eighty pitches, or we think John's good for fifty-five pitches." I well, couldn't find it. It's Miami. Yeah, yeah. it's Miami that. and then it's at Tampa the next start. But I just I couldn't find a quote that said exactly how many pitches to throw. So I didn't I was worried that maybe this is like a two inning opener kind of thing. But with a double header, that's a tough strategy to go in unless you can think he can think he's going to throw five. Right. Um, with Glenn Otto, he's already walked two guys to start the week. So, I mean, that's the tough part about him. Guys uh, like guys like that are really tough to play. Really tough to, to roster. And he doesn't strike out. Doesn't, doesn't strike out a ton of guys either. So, like, at least if you're going to give me the walks, give me the strikeouts too. But um, he's been a little bit better his last couple starts, I believe. Only one walk mm-hmm. in each of those. He had eight strikeouts, in, you know, at Fenway. Um, he, you look at his starts, he's only given up more than three runs once in the last uh, seven starts. So he's been okay, but you're right. I mean, there's – you're all you're playing with fire with any of these names, and uh, I felt like he was usable too. I, I felt like Gray was a, a better option, but I just wish I knew. I just couldn't find Gray available in my leagues. Oh, I actually had him available in both leagues. I was uh, at least I like, don't think I did. I should double was, check that. He was only twenty eight percent rostered in the main, but it could have been obviously rostered in, in both yours. But um, he was no, a scroll he was available, and I missed it. But. He was a he was a scroll down because he was uh, zero innings pitch recently, and all the in only twenty eight percent percent. That's Josiah Gray was available. Oh god, uh, you don't want that. We cut him actually. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say you, you don't want that one. I was uh, that was something I liked coming the year, and I was he was, I was, and he was good for a while too. Yeah, he was. He was good he early. Just got and worse was, over the season. I was kind of bummed that I missed him, and then I was not not as. He's already given up run. two homers this week. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's boy, he gives a lot of homers. Um, not Luis Patino in one inning homers, but uh, pretty darn close. How much did John Gray go for in your leagues? Seven in the one that he was available in. He was popular in both mine. He was he went for sixteen and or fifteen and twelve. So like he was um, he was among the top two or three bids, and uh, he did not sneak through in my leagues for sure. No, no. 
He was picked up by uh, Miami Mack in the in the in the Vegas League, who was the first person ever to sign up for the NFBC. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, first uh, Greg always tells a story about the first guy that trusted him with a credit card was uh, was Ray Diaz, who's Miami Mack, really good good dude and a good player, and he played uh, he's played every year since. So that's uh, it's pretty awesome. I like I always like. We don't Greg give him about. enough pub in the hot air league. I, that's cool that you gave him a shout out. Yeah, there. I like that. No, yeah, he's, and he's he's a good player, and he, he added John Gray, and he had a Pete Fairbanks this week too. I really like that out. I, I was I didn't have I like him to too. Do I had him in yogurt. Yeah, and I know we we struggle with Tampa saves. You can't count everyone, but he's getting he's getting a, a decent amount of saves. But he's a really good pitcher too. So even if he say, doesn't, he's really good. Yeah, even if he doesn't Actually, get three saves in a week, like he's getting you strikeouts, he's getting you good ratios. Like it's a really nice uh, nice ad. Check that. I didn't add him in yogurt. I had him in an online uh, in yogurt. I added Kyle Bradish, who someone else cut in a different I'd league. Love, so I really like Kyle Bradish. I do too. I don't know why yeah. he got cut. It must have been just number of starts. You mentioned uh, you mentioned our friend Ken Waldachuk earlier. Uh, he does have two starts this week. Um, he is facing Texas. Uh, he's facing Texas on the back end. Uh, Texas and Houston. Oh god, uh, yeah. at Texas at Houston. I like the first one. The second one scares the crap out of me. Um, I picked Ken up uh, last week. Uh, so Jeff, am I throwing him this week? You picked him up for uh, the Texas start. Picked him up and didn't drop him before tonight, so that means I got to throw it right. I, I thought about it. My thought was, if I'm going to not throw him, I'm going to drop him now. But uh, I kept him. Uh, I need strikeouts. How many chucks would you chuck if a wood could chuck? I don't know, something like oh, there that. You go. But uh, yeah. our friend Vad Sutter had a joke that he sounds like a, a a hot player for the Vancouver Canucks. And I thought that was just about right because there's yeah, that's that that like, good. Felt like the '90s was every other guy in the NHL was Chuck at the end of his name, so that's uh, yeah. I thought that worked. But uh, let's talk about some uh, relievers that were available in Fab. But first, a note from our sponsors that sponsors the Blue Wire Network. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We thank Blue Wire for being uh, partners with us on the podcast all year long. Uh, Jeff, relievers were not uh, readily available this week. It was not a league. We talked about Pete Fairbanks. Um, not available in a lot of leagues, but if he was there, I definitely like him as an ad. Um, your boy that uh, you held very smartly, by the way, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez was available in a lot of uh, 12 teamers. Um, he pitched the eighth tonight, I believe, in front of Robertson. Do you think that this is kind of a, uh, a sharing the role? Because Dominguez is a, a better pitcher in my mind. Do you think he uh, can jump Robertson and be the you know two-thirds of the time getting the saves? I do think he can be. I mean, Robertson's been hot and cold. He's had some pretty yes. bad outings. Today he struck out the side, though, so that probably gets him the next chance. But we're going to – I mean, I can't wait to bench Ian Kennedy or uh, so that that's probably a, a, yeah, that's our spot to put Dominguez in. I'm going to keep her get active, even though the angels are stupid and evil. Uh, but uh, you know, you know, her at least has pitched well yeah. when he's come in. Yeah, I mean, uh, threw, what two and two thirds to scoreless today or something like that. Right. Yesterday. Yes. Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. That's right. That's right. I yeah. forgot when you sent me the text about him pitching in the sixth inning and freaking out. Yeah, I was I was super happy about that. But at least he kind of he and Julio Urias uh, kind of mitigated the damage the, that Corey Kluber wrought upon my team. I feel like Urias is quietly having an incredible season. Like I know, yes. I think we just kind of expected every time he pitched. But I mean, the ERA is two three and the WHIP's under one. He has sixteen wins. He's got twenty four. He's been he's been awesome. He's been nobody's talking about him for the Cy Young, but he you you could make a non. Uh, an argument that it wasn't wouldn't be laughed in your face if you looked at if you actually dug is on, he, on is he is he second now now that Gonsolin went on the aisle is he second to El country probably is right yeah well especially because everybody else seems to be dropping by the way wait side at least yeah. Corbin Burns pitched well last time I'll look up the odds here I'm, never, I'm gonna go the odds. yeah I'm gonna go probably them two and then maybe Nola third because I think Gonsolin Nola was right had there. a really bad one recently too on the he road did. trip he got smoked but I mean, Gonsolin is right there but obviously with the aisle stint he's out of it. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you momentarily. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's C. So Cy Young Award, it's Alcantara, minus 180. Max Freed, still second. Oh, there you go. That's, that's, that's the name. I, there's, I knew there was one more name stuck in there somewhere. Urias, 650. And Gallon, who we didn't talk about today because he finally gave up a run, yeah. plus 700. What a run he had, though. Incredible. What, 44 and a third or something like that. And we knew Coors yeah. was going to be tough. We talked about it last week, but incredible run he still still pitched well he's only what, 11 strikeouts today he still pitched really well and uh, yeah um, i'll tell you what um arizona is a, is, is a tough out yeah they are i don't want my team pacing them right now it's I, funny. I we talk we talk about teams that are bad but interesting they're fun and interesting right now like they, oh my gosh and they got and, more coming yeah, up too with thomas and and, and and mccarthy and obviously corbin carroll i finally said his name right for the first time all, all year and with gallon yeah. They're a, they're a sneaky, uh, sneaky, fun team to watch. Obviously, Christian Walker, you know, he strikes out a bunch, but, you know, he's going to homer. Homer's a, homer's a lot, too. They're, they're, a, they're a weirdly fun Josh team to watch. Josh Rojas has been yeah, a fun guy this year. Too. He had, he had uh, another, another two or steal or two today. And the Stone Garrett had two steals today. They're, uh, they're all over the place. Yeah, they just we're, not, we're just not mentioning that many pitchers. That's the problem. No, uh, after Gallon, it uh, it gets pretty ugly pretty fast. Uh, Merrill Kelly. Merrill Kelly is Merrill good. Kelly's been very good this year. Uh, but the, the 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 corpse of Madison Bumgarner is uh, not especially good. Oh yeah, uh, and yeah, they just need some. They need to develop young starters or do what most teams do and build a lineup and then trade. You know, add on starters on top. Well, after the uh, after the two gems from uh, Ryan Nelson this week, we'll talk about him as one of their good young starters. There you go. I hope uh, for your sake. I hope it works out. 
Josh Johnson, the chat is asking if Ken Waldachek is a, a two-step pitcher this week. Uh, as of right now, he is. The, the A's have been going, uh, going five, man. He pitches Tuesday. He's confirmed for Tuesday. Obviously, anything can happen on Sunday, but they don't play on Monday, which makes me think that he'll probably get that uh, Sunday start unless, uh, as, as long as all goes well, obviously, on, on Tuesday. I think they go uh, Waldachek. All Sears. always goes well. Yeah. yeah, it does. Everything goes well in Oakland land. Um, Tuesday, and I think you get the weekend, you probably get Martinez Friday, Irvin Saturday, and then Waldachuk back on Sunday. So I think he'll be there. Uh, in Miami, uh, Jeff, Dylan Floro has been pitching pretty well, getting some save ops, uh, kind of stealing some from uh, from Tanner Scott. Any uh, any interest in in Dylan Floro at all? Knowing, knowing, so knowing that you I need, need saves, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they have eight games I, this I, week. I do need saves, but he was not available, so – yeah, he was picked up a long time ago uh, by Posma, who dropped Jazz Chisholm at the time. That had to be a painful drop, but necessary. Yeah, I talked. I talked to John Posma this weekend too. Always, always a really uh, fun guy. Such a nice guy. Yeah, really, such a good player. Really, not, an amazing player. Yeah, he and I have an online where we're at like 101 and 99 points, and nobody else is like remotely in the. In the we just we change spots every day. It's been a frustrating league because you're that high up, you just want to win the league. But it's been a it's been a fun battle knowing that I'm playing someone that that good. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's talk about some news and notes here, Jeff. We talked about uh, Trevor Story left Sunday's game with heel pain. Um, that's when you'll have to check in. That's a tough one because the Red Sox don't play tomorrow. They only have five games this week. So uh, I kind of think he's just a set the first half of the week. They only have two games anyway against uh, against the Yankees. They're facing, facing Cole and Nestor Cortez. And they just kind of sit Story for the first half of the week either way. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, unless you can wait for that Tuesday, and you know how many options you can wait to see if he's in the lineup. But I think if you have to make a decision tomorrow, uh, if you have your other middle infielder plays tomorrow, I think he's I think he's a sit with the two games for sure. Uh, in Toronto, Lourdes Gurriel went to the IL. They say he could miss more than ten days. Um, I assume you consider him a drop. Off with his head. Yeah, sorry. No, that's that's a little harsh, but you know. What I'm <laughs> the, now suddenly I'm doing the podcast with Brian Kelly. Yeah. Oh, geez. Hey, bite <laughs> your tongue. Don't you remember his execution line last year? Yeah, which yeah. He, I do remember. It was it was uh, old John McKay line that he tried to yeah. do it. But those are professional players he was comparing to. <laughs> Kelly was doing it with right. college kids. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It, uh, Brian, Brian Kelly is like as cringeworthy as I would be if I was ever like on doing a press conference on a I'm, regular basis. Oh, you'd be good at it. You do stuff live all the time, please. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I'm not that passionate about college football like a lot of people. I mean, I root for Stanford, and you know they're horrible, so it's easy to not be passionate about these days. But I, I love rooting against Brian Kelly no matter where he is. Same. Oh, absolutely. It's just so easy. He's just agree. such an ass all the time. Yeah. And I, I actually like the new Notre Dame coach, but it's not uh, not worked out well so far. I can't talk about it. We lost to Duke this weekend, so uh, in, in, in excruciating in, fashion. In football or basketball? Uh, in football. Ha ha. Uh, you're funny. That's Guy that had a career game, game of his life, over 200 receiving yards as a running back. Oh my gosh! Fumbles at the goal line to, when they're down. We're down eight with like five seconds left. We had a chance to, and he was he was going to score, oh. but and then we had a chance to go for two. And yeah, I assume that, that, that as a hero that, became the goat. That's Hull, Hull, right? Yeah, Evan Hull. He was. I, I play in a college league, so I know all these names, but I don't know a lot about them. Yeah, he he was so fantastic entire game, and then yeah. have that happen. That well, but that was not even close to being the worst loss of the weekend. At least our head coach didn't get fired. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> I not only that, Nebraska fired him knowing that like in three weeks their their buyout expires. Yeah, seven and a half million dollars they they yeah. chose to spend they were like, instead of please you know, please just leave the premises now. We'll pay the. They face million. Oklahoma this weekend. Uh, I mean, it's. They, there's desperation. They didn't want to get housed. I mean, they gave up over 600 yards to Georgia Southern. I mean, yeah. Anyhow, I, moving on. 
I Sorry. still I still think I, I still think I eat the three weeks and keep the eight million. I, I, I think so too. You're not gonna beat Oklahoma so anyway. Urban Meyer's not walking through that door, so you're probably gonna lose that game anyway. I think it's more probably an interpersonal thing too. It must yeah, be just I, that I difficult to work to, with. To pay eight million, you must probably not like the guy at all. But uh, yeah. uh Shohei Otani left his start after a blister on Saturday, but he's staying to hit, so I'm not worried about that. I think that probably uh if you're in a league where you gotta decide on hitter or pitcher, I think probably, I probably is safe to just use him as a hitter this week in case that blister resurfaces uh before his weekend start. 100 percent agree. Uh, Felix Bautista, who has been a great story and fun and awesome in Baltimore, uh, had the dreaded arm fatigue on Friday. Uh, there was mm-hmm. a quote that he could like maybe pitch over the weekend. He didn't. Um, so we don't really know what his status is. The Orioles don't play tomorrow. They have five games this week. Uh, what the heck are you doing with Bautista, Jeff? Uh, uh, I mean, I'm hoping that the, I have a, a pivot option on Tuesday and I know more information. That's actually a really good. That's a really good answer right there because I think you want a. You're hoping for a quote pregame that says, "Oh, Felix is ready to go," or "Felix needs a couple days," something like that. Uh, yeah, if you have, you don't have a pivot point. I think you got to sit him with the five games. But if you do have a pivot, I think you wait for some news. That's a good answer. I like that. Yeah, thank you, Justin Verlander. We mentioned earlier is uh, hoping to start next weekend against the A's. Uh, could start Saturday or Sunday. Uh, I assume with the upside that he presents against the A's, you probably take the risk of the zero and just use Verlander. Hundred percent. Uh, Shane McClanahan, uh, another guy that we uh, we were worried that was going to be a long-term injury. It looks like he is going to be back on Thursday. Uh, it's, it's at Toronto, but I think he's a pretty much uh, automatic start. Yeah, um, I think so too. I, I worry if he doesn't go deep into the game. Yeah. Um, hate, the, hate the matchup, obviously, but Shane McClanahan, you're going to use him if you have him. Jeff, you know who's really good is uh, Drew Rasmussen in Tampa. Yes, he is. Uh, not talked about a lot. He had 10 strikeouts this week at Yankee Stadium uh, through six shutout innings. He had that weird game you and I talked about last week. Couldn't think of the name of who it was where he pitched three innings and they like planned to take him out and they took him out. Since then, he's thrown eight and a third, five and two thirds, five and a third, six and six, and given up a total of five runs in those five starts. Yeah. Like the eight and a third was the near the near perfect game. Uh, oh, that's, yep, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but two, yeah, five, two, five, seven ERA, 1.04 whip. I feel like he's a guy that is just really, really good and doesn't make it talked about a ton. And he's adding strikeouts now. Yeah. That's what I love. You know, Swinging strike like, rates up from 11% to 12.5%. So it looks all very legit and real. It's uh, and the, the walks have dropped like 3.5% too. Uh, he's, uh, he's really, really good. He is. Um, let's see. Tim Anderson is meeting with a hand specialist on Tuesday. I don't think that. Uh, if anything, that tells us that we're probably not going to get much out of Anderson this year. We got three and a half weeks left. He's meeting with a specialist three weeks from the end of the season. Even in the playoffs. Yeah, you that's know. true. That's a good point. Yeah. There was some talk about well, what happens when Anderson comes back? To, what happens to Elvis Andrews? Well, that's that's let's worry about that when we that happens. I you know, you lots mean, of things. Mean, Elvis mean, Andrews is probably gonna turn back into a pumpkin first. I mean of the all. second half MVP of baseball, Elvis Andrews, who <laughs> the A's the A's just flat out cut him and he comes back and hits like four home runs over the weekend. It's just so gross. It is. It, it's it's so A's. I mean, that's like, yeah. But the thing is, I mean, it was, it was obvious for them to do that though. Yeah, too. I, mean, I don't. I, they had no, I have no issue with them doing it. It's just really funny that he just left and got and did it against the A's. Of course, and now is leading off for a team in a playoff race. But yeah, uh, you know, I don't. He's not a bad dude, so I'm fine with it. Uh, Luis Robert Robert uh, missed the last five games with a hand injury. I swear, this has been all season with this guy. It's there. There's never. I don't know if there's in news and notes we've talked about. We haven't talked about Robert. I don't have him. I don't have them single one, so I haven't. Been, I, I've seen it. I've vicariously felt your pain on this one here, but I just don't. I, I and it's not even. I was against him. I wanted him in some places. I just never got him, and it's just like, oh, such a good player when he's healthy too. 
Yeah, I mean, the speed-power combo, and it's, uh, I mean, he was he went the first round. I mean, this is just a year that, if you took him in the first round, it's been it's been really hard to to overcome that because it's just been, it's been constant. You've used him for a lot of zeros. He obviously has missed so many games. He hasn't done very much. I actually had the call, Jeff, in my league I'm doing well in between Betts and Robert, and I, I, made, I make a lot of bad calls in my day, but boy, did that one work out pretty well. Yeah, yeah, for sure, 100%. Yeah, I mean, Robert has 12 home runs, 11 steals, and it's just and played 92 games, just been a – been a rough season. Where does he go next year in drafts? Like middle second, just with a little bit of a discount off this year. Yeah, um, I think it's later than that. I don't. Well, I, I people, think some, people people love that profile though. Someone will dream on him, and we yeah. start to panic about the lack of power speed combo guys, and he still yeah. is that. Twelve and eleven indicates the ability is there. Yep. Um, but like, I'm taking Harper over him. Josh just mentioned that he's had Harper, uh, Roper, and Tim Anderson. That's a killer combo. But um, I'm taking Harper over him. Uh, Harper was bad luck. He just got hit by a pitch. And uh, you're taking you're taking Tucker over him for sure. Yes. Um, you're taking Betts over him for sure. Oh, it's not even close. Do you take Juan Soto over him? I'm assuming so. Probably. Quietly, really horrible so far in San Diego. By the way. I know. Not like, even quietly. Like, I mean, the whole I guess, team has been terrible. But I mean, but like. Juan Soto has been really awful for them. It's it's kind of it's a weird year because Soto's hit two forty one. I didn't think that was you know you always wonder what what's the realm of possibility. I didn't think two forty was anywhere in his profile playing over. I think he's playing through some stuff. He got hit by a pitch in the back. He's got a shoulder issue at times. Uh, You know he got hit by a pitch with a shoulder injury. But you're right. I mean he has been really bad in San Diego. He's hitting. 224, 385, 355. He's only had three homers as a Padre. Wow. Uh, he's, he's almost too passive up yeah. there. Uh, can, can easy for me to say from Sharon Monrovia again, but, you know, <laughs> instead of in the box. And then you look at, like, all his metrics and the hard conduct still really good. The barrel is still really good. He's a career 310 bat guy, and he's at 243 this year. Like, you know, it's just – it's coming back. It's just been one of those years. But yeah, he's going in front of Robert. Acuna's going in front of Robert. Uh, does Trout go in front of Robert? <sighs> Trout's – it's an he's an impossible guy to, to, to put an ADP on. It's just – could yeah. be could be top five, could be – could miss 80 games. I mean – He's missed a bunch of games this year, and he's still at 34 homers. Yeah, he's got a he's slugging 629. Scott, he's incredible, but he has one stolen base, and that counts for fantasy. It does. I mean, stolen bases doesn't help that almost all of his homers are solo bombs. Uh, Yeah, 34 homers, 67 RBI. I mean, wow, that's tough. uh, It is tough. He he scored 71 runs. He hits in front of Otani more often than not, so I think that's something to do with it. Again, this is a team that just needs to. They need to build around a little bit better. They don't need to be selling off. I under, I understand the the problem they have is they've got Otani uh, for one more year unless they ink, re-ink him to, in, right. to some sort of deal, and that's going to cost them a, just a mint. Uh, and, and it's then, a matter of who wants to be there too. I mean, it's going to be his decision at that point. I think you got to you got to you know figure out, sit down with him, and you know figure out what his intentions are if he wants to stay there. I think he probably wants to win, and I'm not sure he's convinced he can do it there. Yeah, I I think you're right. Do you, think, uh, do you think he'll have uh, some suitors or some big money coming his way? Just maybe. You know, ironically, I don't think it'll be the Yankees. But then again, I don't, weird, I don't know. Weird question. Do you think every team – I mean, you, I, I assume it'll be a prerequisite for him. But do you think that uh, teams will back out because they won't want him to do both? Are we, are, are we past they that? They won't say it, but yes. Are we past that being a thing? Because there was a time where I thought he should concentrate on run, too. Obviously, I was wrong about that. 
Um, you think we've passed the point where people realize now he can just do both and be fine? Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I do wonder, though, that he necessarily requires a six-man rotation. Yep. And I think that hurts teams. I really do. Because, one, it's hard to find six good starters. It's hard to find yeah. four good starters. Yeah. Say Most teams can't run a fifth and sixth guy out there that are anywhere near decent. Yeah, I mean, you're the Astros need not apply to this conversation, but sure. yeah, everybody else does. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing, I think a six-man rotation taxes bullpens because, yep. you know, they just, you know, and that's often, unless these starters are going deeper into games, um, I, I think that they, these relievers are just being yeah. used a little bit more. And your your fifth guy naturally doesn't, reliever. Yeah, your fifth guy naturally doesn't go deep. It's one of those things your sixth guy is definitely not a guy that probably goes deep. I mean, again, Throw the Astros in the mix because they have 12 guys that go deep, but yeah. it um, hasn't worked for the Angels. Let's just say that. No, and they have not, they have not found anywhere near six guys. So it's, uh, it's been tough. But yeah, I think the way we talk about some outfits going ahead, I think, I think Jordan probably goes ahead of Robert too. I'm just kind of looking here. Um, I think he's probably a, maybe a late second, early third kind of guy, but uh, I think somebody will get, I think he'll move up as we get to main events. I think somebody in the mid second will be like, I just can't let the profile go here. Yeah. Isaac asked, do you think anybody will let Otani hit in pitch? Yeah. I think. At least half the league would. I, I think that my answer to that uh, two years ago would have been a very small number of teams let him do both. And I think that's changed a lot now that he's shown he can do both. And now he's not even that, but how good he is at each one. Like if he was a yeah. okay pitcher in ZRA, it was 4-2. And they'd be like, you know what? Let's concentrate on this because you can be a 50 homer, 20 steal guy. Like we, you can do all that. Um, but he's just so good, so dominant as a starter that I think it's, the profile is just insane. I don't I don't know how you, I don't know how you, as an agent, you try and map out that contract, but it's pretty darn impressive. Yeah. Agreed. I it's agree. Gonna be fun. Is he going to win the MVP or is Judge going to win the MVP? Probably Judge. I mean, the, the Yankees slide here has brought this back into the conversation a little bit. Do you have a Do you have a big issue if it's Judge? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I, I, I don't, and I have no issue if it's Otani either. For that I'm matter. the same way. I can. I think both have uh, are very, very, uh, very deserving of it. Hundred percent agree. Uh, DJ LeMahieu hopes to return next homestand, which sounds really good, except until you realize the Yankees are on the road all next week. So he's not coming back at the minimum. Uh, he's his, the soonest he's coming back is, uh, September 20th, which is next Tuesday. Uh, yes. Next Tuesday against Pittsburgh. Uh, I went back and forth on, on LeMahieu. I held him. Um, although I, I don't know if that was a good call. Cause if he comes back, it's two and a half weeks left. He was really cold before he got hurt. Uh, I was back and forth on this one. And I, I'm not sure I made the right call there. It's really weird that the Yankees have these. Like, I feel like they've had like three five game weeks in the last like six. But uh... it seems that way. But the thing with Lemayhu is he leads off. He leads off in front of Judge. He plays three positions. Like he's really valuable when he's playing well. I think it's just he's it yeah. was so bad for so long, and then he got in. He was, I think he was hurt the whole time. Was the problem? But uh, I held because I just didn't really need the spot. If I needed the spot, I think he's. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue against dropping him at the at the moment. I, I think it it actually may away skew well for you. I mean, the fact is, okay, he was dealing with this all along. He got it right. dealt with. The Yankees they had to get this addressed before the playoffs. I I think that's the the positive spin that you can make. And I, I'm just the guy to make it there. There you, oh, there you go. go. I like it. Uh, Jeff, we're oldest Chapman starting a rehab assignment on Sunday. Uh, oh, well, I, yeah, fantastic, right? Um, lastly, I just want to ask you, uh, a guy, which since we're talking about next year a little bit, uh, what does one do next year with Shane Bieber, who uh, all we've heard about is like the velocity's way down, he's got problems, he's got issues, gives up hard contact. Every time I look up, he pitches well. His ERA is now 291 after today's starts. Uh, his, his strikeout rate is down from way down from the 2020 dream season. Uh, down from last year, it's about 26%, but the walks are down also. Um, 
he's quietly been really, really good. He, uh, whip is a uh, 1.06 before today went down a touch today. He had, uh, he had five hits and a walk and six to third. So stayed about the same. Um, but it's been a really good season. Kind of, uh, there's a, been a couple blow ups in there. There's been a lot of drop in velocity. Do you trust, uh, do you trust this? Do you think it's a little smoke and mirrors? Where do you feel on, uh, on Bieber as we, as we go into next year? Um, I was not on Bieber this year at all. So I was kind I was of not. wrong about him. I was not. Um, you, you get the pitch against that soft underbelly that is the AL Central. I don't see it's going to be any more challenge. I mean, maybe it'll be more challenging of a division. Maybe not. But uh, yeah, I, I think I think I could take him in the second round next year. Okay, late second, early third. I think I'm going to find myself getting talked out of him again, worried about the velocity. But uh, it was a mistake this year, and maybe a mistake again. I don't know. Still K per uh, K per inning. I mean, it's yeah. not. Yeah, it wasn't surreal, but. No, I feel like this is a guy that's adjusted well to his new arsenal. Right. Like Zach Granke before he got old kind of thing. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so some, obviously Zach Granke's in the extreme now, but like when he was really good in the Dodgers, like in that Dodgers mix for the years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Um, looking at like some, some of the other metrics here is just to see if there's anything else. Uh, Hasn't been especially lucky, Babbitt. So, you know, 290, it's a little lucky, but not especially right. so. Home runs FIP are- is actually, FIP ERA is actually lower than his actual ERA. Yeah. Uh, I think this is, I mean, it, it is a steady two-year decline. I mean, if it drops another level, that's the concern, right? What I, what I like a lot is the, the walks drop down. I like that, I mean, yeah. he wasn't, he was insane in 2020, the 70% strikeout rate, but he's got a 14% swing strike rate. Like it's, that's still really good. Like that's a really good number. We talk about eleven and twelve yeah. being good. Fourteen is still really good. Um, I don't know. Twenty six percent strikeout rate's not bad either. I mean, it's yeah. just not otherworldly. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm in on him. He's just dude. 94, 94.2 in twenty twenty. Ninety two point eight last year. Ninety one point three this year. You're right. There is a level where it won't work anymore. But uh, you know, if he can level it out, he clearly has figured out how to make it work at this level. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to hit one? Yeah, we, we mentioned it earlier. Eric jumped in here, asked a question on uh, Friedel and Cody Morris. Uh, I'll answer Friedel. You can answer Morris. Friedel, nine games. Yeah, go ahead. Pick them up if you can get them. Uh, if, if you have a limit on the number of games, okay, that's not as valuable. But some possible speed and power home games against the uh, Pirates seems good. What do you think about Morris? I actually really like Morris as a pitcher. I think the, the key is they faces the uh, two home starts against the angels and the twins. So I, I'm definitely using him. I have him. My only, my only note on him was if like you're desperate for wins, he might not be the best option. Cause he might go, he's got, he hasn't gone five innings yet. So we had four last start. So I think he probably maybe gets up to five in the second start, maybe one more of four. So if you're desperate for wins, he might not be the best option, but strikes out a ton of guys. His numbers in the, in the minors were insane. He used a, a ton of strikeouts across, uh, across all the levels in 2021 and 2022. He has not pitched a lot, but uh, I think that the, I think they'll be very careful with him, but I think you might get uh, eight or nine pretty good innings across two starts. And if that's good enough for you, we're good. But if you need wins, I think it's, it's troubling. Yeah, for sure. For I think sure. it's the only, uh, you need strikeouts and ratios. I like it. Uh, wins, it's not going to happen. But um, other than that, uh, Jeff, final question for you. Pujols hit 697 today. Does he get to 700? Three weeks left, right? Three and a half because we get the little half week at the end. I say yes. I think, I think so they're going to just max out his at-bats. They're going to win the Central. So I think they can – I think they'll yeah, – bat him, bat him freaking lead off. I don't right. care. I mean, I, just... I think he might the last week. I think they're going to, and if he doesn't play, he's definitely pinch hitting every game. Whenever yep. they get him against a lefty, they'll pinch hit him. Um, you know, you may get some guys down in the last 10 days that throw him fastballs and all that. I think, I think he's going to get there too. I, I would have thought that was crazy two months ago for him to get there. And now uh, yeah. I love, he this passed, isn't he a case. Yeah. 
it's not a case of Mr. 3000 either. This isn't Bernie no. Mac up there. He's, he's actually yeah. breaking. I mean, he's he's actually really good. His yeah. um, WRC plus is better than any, I think I mentioned last year, better than any year he had with the Angels. I know. That's like if you're an Angels fan, you're Angels. Like, if you're actually. an Angels fan, you're like, what the hell is going you're on like, here? But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's one one thirty-nine, which is lower than any year with the Cardinals, but higher than any of his Angel years. Good for him. Good for him. I hope it happens. Shows, yeah, shows how rough those Angels years really were. But yeah, I hope I hope it happens too. Uh, he needs three for the for the seven hundred. I think it'd be fun, especially it'd be fun for baseball. The last week, if you're kind of you know tuning into that bats, it'd be it'd be a good time. Yep. Cool. Uh, Jeff, anything else on your mind uh, before we jump out of here? No, uh, just I, I, I got to look up see what first time game is tomorrow. Uh, there is a there's a double header tomorrow, so there's definitely going to be a day game at some point. It's 105 Eastern time. Two oh, of them. In, oh wait, no, no, no. There's that a 10 today. Rangers Marlins play at 10 in the morning. Oh for God. Goodness. That's the only that's the only one though. There's the, the next game is not until this is the second time they've done that, by the way. This is the this is a this is a lockout driven thing. Remember, they played the first game after the all-star break and they played right. a one game series. And then I think they had Texas had to go all the way like Seattle or something stupid like that. Uh, so Texas definitely got screwed here. They don't get to party in Miami at all. They, they play one game and then they get out of there. They do. They play doubleheader tomorrow though, right? Uh, yeah, they play in two tomorrow, two games and then they get out of there, two um, games and then they get out of that. That might be even worse. Yeah. It, it's really bad. Really bad. They are, they're home at least after that. So I guess they're not only traveling halfway across the country, but they are home after that. But that is a, that's a rough turnaround. There. Great there job. A, great uh, effort. MLB. There is, a, there's, there's, there is a 10 o'clock in the morning and there's no other games until 3 o'clock Pacific after that. So, But note there is a, a 310, 340, and 340. So don't wait until 4 o'clock to make your moves because they are a little bit earlier. Um, oh, great. The 10-10 game has one of my pitchers in it. That's going to be a lot of fun to, uh, to watch. In the you ought to watch that one. Or it's he, actually it's actually the other it's one. Trevor Rogers is even worse. It's Trevor Rogers. Hey, he's pitched pitched well last game. I know he, he did. Actually, give three three or four runs. We didn't strike out at least again, which is which is nice. So yeah. But thanks everybody for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We obviously do appreciate we appreciate all the all the kind words. Uh, I was in Vegas this week. I heard a lot not a lot, lot of nice comments about the podcast. So it does go very appreciated. We had a couple of really nice comments on Twitter this week from people who have done well in their leagues uh, as a result of uh, some of the advice we've given. So it's always always means a lot for. Uh, for us to hear that. Uh, so we appreciate that. Uh, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, Jeff is at Jeff underscore Erickson. I am at Scott Jensen. We're happy to talk some baseball with you there. Other than that, we're back at you next Sunday night. Good luck, everybody down the stretch here, whatever league playoff you may be getting into. Uh, good luck with everything down the stretch. And we'll talk back at you uh, next Sunday night. Take care.